Welcome, welcome, welcome. Dirty number 30, here we come. How you doing tonight, Ryan? So good. <laughs> uh, again, with this application that we record these on, as soon as I hear go, it I froze. Like, I couldn't, nothing was you, happening. You tur- but I heard you. You turned blurry on the screen, and I thought that was because I drank a beer real quick, but uh, no, that was just the, yeah, I think it was the app. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Dirty 30. 30 of these in a row, Jimmy. Unbelievable. We've made it. Here we are. Yeah. Crossing over. (laughs) Hey, update time. Let's do it. Love update time. Let's see. I talked about a Suburban on cars and bids. Looked like something from the Thunderdome. Speaking of Thunderdome, we lost Tina Turner this past week. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I used to sing that song. No idea what the words were saying. When I was saying whatever I wanted to say and a buddy of mine is like, dude, what are you what are you saying? I said, I don't know what she's singing. And then he explained to me what she was singing and still didn't make sense. Something about the Thunderdome. But whatever. Well, you were you were at that time you were beyond Thunderdome, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it happens. So the Thunderdome truck, it did not sell. It bid all the way to twenty thousand two fifty and they just couldn't let her go for that. So I would imagine there's twenty thousand two hundred fifty dollars worth of sheet metal and welding well, on that. Well, that probably that ramp that we couldn't decide what it was. That's twenty <laughs> grand right there. Exactly. Somebody jumping a bike through yeah. there. Yeah, that was my favorite comment. Was it a bike bike ramp? Yeah, you're gonna put it in the back seat. That makes sense. All right, Jimmy, your '68 Ford Shelby Mustang GT500 fastback. Do you know what these things are selling I, for? I, I was surprised. I did see what that. Yeah, that one went, went up there. It was a uh, what one hundred thirty four thousand. I think I checked in on yeah, it. Yeah, one twenty eight. Yeah, that's crazy. I did not think they'd go for that much, but yeah, it's it's a nice looking car. But yeah, a little little rich for my taste. But I'm glad people like them, and uh, yeah, of course I like Mustang, so I can't complain about it. Yeah, I'm sure that was well sold and well bought. I guess I don't. We'll get into the uh, Porsche Porsche pricing in a minute. We can talk about Mustang pricing <laughs> at the same time. Uh, but before we get into auctions, let's get a little bit of, of news, some new automotive news. Two stories about BMW. The first one is the 2024 BMW 5 Series will let you steer with just your eyes. What do you think of that, Jimmy? I'm not sure how great an idea that is, right? Like, because <laughs> then that frees your hands up to do what? Like, like, uh, exactly. yeah, idle hands are the devil's playground. I don't know. I'm yeah. a little weirded out by that. So as we get into the article, uh, you know, I've, I thought about this because I, I don't know about you, but I am not, I'm not looking straight ahead when I'm driving. I'm checking the side mirrors, the rear view mirrors, watching out for things on the road. I'm driving. I'm, I'm, this is an active sport for me. So as I got into this article a little bit further, actually what happens is if it only happens on the interstate, if you are, if a lane is ending or if there's a car in front of you that's going slower than you have your uh, adaptive cruise control set, it'll prompt you if you would like to change lanes. And if you look at the side view mirror, it will automatically change the lane for you. That's all how 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 lazy have we become as a society that that's a thing? Because that sounds like a whole lot more work than just taking your hands and putting them on the wheel and moving them to the left a little bit or the right or whatever. That is ridiculous. How and how much crap 
has to go in the car to make that happen. And then all that crap's going to break. And then you can't replace the pieces. You're going to have to replace the whole car because you can't now look at the mirror and move over to the lane because you're too lazy to rotate the wheel. I'm angry. Well, you know, if it's BMW, though, they're going to charge you for it. It'll be a subscription. Yeah, hopefully, I was getting ready to say, hopefully they can yeah. charge a subscription so they can get a, refer, a recurring fee. That's wonderful. It's exciting. Every time you avert your eyes, they, they nickel you up a little bit. I, yeah. I wish I could just find a way to send money to MG just for every little drip of oil that comes out of the car so they could give them a <laughs> subscription for that. You know, keep them. In, they, maybe they'd be back in business in England and not in China now. It's ridiculous. What's wrong with people? Uh, I'm sorry. I knew if that you would, like that, I knew that would get you oh, so heated. That's fine. Oh. <laughs> I mean, sorry if you like that sort of thing. I, and that meant by when I say that, I don't mean I'm sorry. I mean, I mean that I'm sorry that you like that sort of thing because that's a problem. <laughs> what was that movie, Wally? Yeah, that's where, where we where everybody floated. Around. We are yeah. headlong to sitting on those fat. Uh, lounger things and just rolling around looking at our screens and slobbering all over ourselves it's awesome and drinking uh liquid goo out of cups and having robot service yeah i can't wait it's exciting uh, it's so happy here, I love here we come it's a bright future hang it hang in there yeah. oh i can't wait to find another news article to make you angry next week that yeah that one totally that one uh it. that one hit all the buttons <laughs> Well, thank you guys. It's been a it's been a great night. <laughs> we'll do it again next week. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if I said the the BMW clown shoe car, do you know? What oh I'm yeah, the about? Uh, the little the Z3 coupe. Coupe. Yeah, so they made a Z3 coupe, Z4 coupe. BMW is considering building fifty new clown shoes at a quarter million dollars each. So they're just going to, they, they, they put out a concept car last week and people just like went bananas over it. So now they're considering just building 50 of them. Well, what my comment on that would be if the shoe fits. <laughs> if, the, if the clown shoe fits. Yeah. That's a lot of money. That's for what I'm saying. Car. That's what I'm saying. If, you, if you've got $250,000 to spend on that, you might be a clown. Yeah. yeah so I'm going to go out on a limb and just say it. I, I you know. So there you go. Now I have been watching the prices come down on those. I mean, they got weird for a while, especially if you got, so they had a, a couple of years in there where they made these cars. They had one with what's called an S 52 engine and one with one S 54 engine. The S 54 had 333 horsepower and that's the more desirable. And that was made in uh, 2001 and 2002. And there were very few of them made. That's why they're they're more expensive. Some of those hit the hundred thousand mark, and some of them still are going for a hundred thousand. But if you can buy a ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand, um, I've seen them as low as twenty five thousand recently. So that would be a fun car to have. I think. I don't know what to do with it. Well, that's the problem, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That clown shoe would fit my foot, though. That's yeah. for sure. So. So there's your uh, two tidbits of automotive news. One to make Jimmy angry and. One to make me wish I had a quarter of a million dollars. <laughs> All right, Jimmy, what do you got? What are you looking at tonight? Oh, uh, speaking of clown shoes, um, <laughs> I uh, I just happened to find this on Bring a Trailer. 
uh, and it's already sold. So I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm getting this information to you a little late, but it's a, it's a supercharged 2004 Avanti convertible. I was never a, a fan of the original Avanti. I always thought it was an acquired taste and, uh, I don't know too many people that have acquired that taste. Just they're it, ugly. Yeah. It's awful. It, it's, it's a car. I don't even think a mother could love. Right. And, uh, <laughs> This is a, somebody decided that they would just graft a, a front end on it that looks somewhat like the Avanti, graft that onto uh, like a newer model Pontiac Firebird. And it is, uh, and then, you know, like if that wasn't enough, let's just paint that thing yellow. Let's really assault people's uh, senses with this car. Well, and the chrome wheels. Yeah, that that was like a lazy afterthought, wasn't it? Well, we got to put some wheels on this thing. What do you think? Well, those those will do. Those look yeah, just awesome. fine. Yeah. If you want an assault to your senses, I would check this car out. <laughs> but it sold for thirty two thousand five hundred dollars. I don't even know how to explain that because uh, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, people are really happy about this. A lot of congratulations. A lot of like beautiful car. I I'm not sure. I agree with any of those statements. Well, that's just not handsome. That just tells me that we have a, a, a drug epidemic here in this country, right? <laughs> you know, I feel like, uh, and again, I never was a fan, but some people like, like that original Vanti too. As I was starting to tell you before you fell asleep and passed out on me, you know, it was, it was a design by a fellow named uh, Raymond Lowy who, designed a lot of steam locomotives for the Pennsylvania Railroad, a lot of streamlined steam engines. And uh, those are beautiful works of art. And this is uh, something completely different. I'll tell you what this is. Kentucky Boy commented, and I know you're from Kentucky, so this may well have been you. But Kentucky Boy says this. It looks like a yellow Camaro made from crayon and was driving too slowly through Death Valley and melted somewhat. I wish that was me because that is, I, I, I can echo that sentiment, you know, uh, I wish I'd thought of that. I'll just say that. Yeah. It's not, it's not handsome, but yeah, if you, you know, I, you said it in the past, you said polarizing, this is just awful. Yeah. Yeah. Check that out at your own risk. That's all I'm going to say. And, uh, I would say good luck with the auction, but it's already concluded and, uh, struggle. I just struggle <laughs> yeah, having that. I struggle having that sentiment about this one. I would advise whoever purchased this to maybe go see an eye doctor. Yeah, good call. Yeah. I'm with you. What else do you have? I'm going to wade back into familiar territory. I want to bring you folks something different, but I need to cleanse the palate after that. So I'm going to go to uh, <laughs> uh, back to familiar territory, and it's a 1960 uh, MGA 1600 Coupe. It's a very pretty car. It's a... Uh, uh, like a British racing green, almost some kind of Jaguar British racing green color. Very, very nice restoration. Red interior on this, wire wheels. It's a 1600. One of the things that I think is neat about the uh, MGA Coupe are the little pull. I don't know if you call them handles exactly, but it's the way that it's the door mechanism. It's the way the door opens on it because it, a regular MGA has a has a pull cable on the inside of the door. Well, with this being a coupe and having roll up windows, there's no way to access the inside of the car like you could on a convertible. And so they have these neat little chrome accents that kind of tuck down with the contour of the door. And then you just lift up on those and it, and it unlatches the car. And apparently the, uh, the door latches on this are, it was a bad design. So they found a, uh, 
a new mechanism to replace it with. I, I was having trouble seeing it in the pictures, but I just like the idea that they were able to preserve that little, uh, the little door handle, the little chrome piece on the outside, and then have a whole new working mechanism uh, that that's going to be more dependable than what what it was originally. Because there's nothing like the feeling of uh, driving one of these MGs down the road and having the door come open. And I would say that anybody that has driven one for any period of time has had that experience. And Fortunately, it's not a very wide car, so if it's the passenger side and you're by yourself, you can throw your arm over there and get that door back in for you, knock it off. And I may, I may have in the past at one time have had a door actually come off of one of the MGs, but we won't we won't talk about that right now. But uh, I'm just I glad love, to see that there was an, an option for that. I love, love, love how much you love these cars. I mean, there's been some things that have happened in the past with these cars that just are so funny to me. For example, you know that sound your car makes just before the wheel falls off? Those are words that you've spoken to me before. And now I learn that your driving indoors just come open. It's amazing. It's an amazing piece of machinery. Maybe that's why I'm so angry that I, I don't have time to move my eyes over to the side mirror to move into the other lane because I have to make sure that the doors are staying shut and that the uh, wheels are staying on the car. I have priorities. Yeah. Well, no, you need that BMW technology in your MG so that you don't have to worry about it. You know? <laughs> yeah. You I know get a saying? computer voice. Your wheel has <laughs> fallen off the car. Turn around and pick it up. I'd say I like these coupes. This MGA coupe is a really a, a beautiful car. I love it. Love the color. Oh, the, the restoration on this is phenomenal. I mean, it's it's oh, very yeah, it's beautiful. It's so clean. It's just done, too. I mean, this is it's a brand new 1960 MGA 1600 Coupe. As you are well aware, because you helped me acquire it, I have the rare Van Plus hardtop, the aluminum hardtop for the MGA, which is which is modeled after the, the Coupe, or vice versa. I can't remember, because I like the convertible, because I'm a larger fella, and... Uh, <laughs> It's uh, it's very difficult. I have never driven a coupe, but I have had that hardtop on, and it's there's some unsettling moments with that where you can't really see out some of the windows oh, to see if cars yeah. are coming. Yeah, because I'm kind of stuffed in there, can't really bend down very well to to see out that that window. It's great. That's safe. Doors might open, wheel might fall off. Can't see. Perfect yeah. car. It fits me to a T. <laughs> so I, I would imagine the coupe would be. I like the all weather part of that because. Even with the hard top and even with the convertible top, they leak all over the place. So you're just going to end up with above your knees to your crotch getting wet with water if it <laughs> rains, uh, if you're driving at any amount of time. And so you just need to get used to that. That's at a bare minimum, but it seems like that would not be a problem with the coupe. Yeah, staying dry mm -hmm. in yeah. inclement weather. Smart. Well, love it. Good luck with the auction on that. Absolutely. I'd like to see what that ends up. That's right now currently sitting at, what, 33000 yeah. Zero, zero, one. So somebody added an extra dollar. That's just to one up somebody. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, whoever ends up with that's going to have a, a very nice automobile for sure. Yeah. Before we get you angry and start talking about Porsche pricing again, I'll run through my auctions. Uh, the one's just going to be a very quick discussion. There's a, I just saw this because it's, you know, you did that cutaway engine once for us, and there's a Dodge Avenger cutaway IROC race car. So it's just a stock car race car with half of the body panels cut off it's weird i don't know what you do with it comes with full body parts if you wanted so you can have a race car 
But as I looked at this, I thought, well, there's probably going to be some great comments. And the very first comment is, not half bad. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I've got about that one. Just we'll to see where that ends up. It's only $1,000. And then uh, to stick with our green color and also to get back on track, can't stray too far away from what I love. Over at Cars and Bids, they have a 2008 Porsche Cayenne GTS, which is in a color called Olive Green Metallic. And for some reason... I'm always just attracted to these green colors. I don't know what it is. British Racing Green, Olive Green Metallic. And I do love a Cayenne GTS. I had one of these, and it was probably one of the best cars I've ever owned uh, from this from this era. So I think you should buy this, Jimmy, and then sell it to me in a year. <laughs> I'll keep an eye on it. I do like the color. It's nice. I like the muted nature of it. Yeah, it's almost like the new Oak Green Metallic that they have on the new that you can paint a sample and i've seen a i've seen an oak green metallic gt4 came in gt4 fantastic car it looked unbelievable so i would i would do that on a paint a sample if i had a chance yeah i just the only thing i would say is i wish this car was more modified for, for <laughs> overlanding mostly unmodified yeah modify a little more you know lift kit bigger bigger tires well, I will tell you the modifications listed in order. You ready for this? Bluetooth adapter, tinted windows. <laughs> oh, oh, slow down. <laughs> they've, got, they've got that thing so modified, nobody's going to know what to do with it. Sometimes uh, this is just one of those cases where modifications get out of hand, isn't it? All right, let's get into something that will make you angry. All right. Tell, tell me about the 66 Porsche 912 Coupe. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand this. And this just feeds into that, but... This 1966 uh, Porsche 912 Coupe was bid to 33750 and so it was not sold. Some crazy comments here. This guy says, and mind you, his name is Fun Old Car Guy, yet another BAT reserve auction. They should be done away with. Disappointing for serious bidders. I feel like the market speaks clearly on here. It doesn't sound like a fun old car guy to me. Sounds crotchety. Sounds grumpy. Yeah. I don't know what to take from this one comment on this one auction, but I'm just going to make a generalization that the Porsche prices are falling. The sky is falling from this one one comment on this one site. Because clearly this car should have gone for more because I have no idea what these cars should bring. Yeah, he commented several times on this, by the way. He said something about the brushed aluminum dash has to go. It, I guess they said, is it original? And somebody said no. And he says, well, it's ugly, so it has to go. He speaks with authority, but he does not speak from a place that seems fun. Yeah, so I don't know how to take this guy. You know, just to get down to the, the nitty-gritty on this, you and I have a hard time understanding Porsche pricing. Nine is not going to go for as, as much because they're four cylinders versus a six-cylinder. So they're not going to command, you know, the 100000 plus. But I think forty to forty-five and good nick is a really good price for one of these. So thirty-three is a little bit low, but maybe with that, you know, brushed aluminum da- dash, it you know it changes it by a half a year. So everyone's confused about the actual model year. Yeah. Maybe they wanted it half off. It's interesting too because I've noticed on these auctions, as you get into each of these uh, car makes and and sometimes specifically car models, you have that. You seem to have one or two curmudgeon guys that seem to gravitate around certain cars that tend to express their opinions very strongly like that, too. Brush aluminum mm-hmm. ash, oh, get rid of it, you know. 
And I've seen that yeah. there's a guy that floats around on these MGA ones that seems to have uh, some level of expertise from his owning one, you know, 40 years ago. I'm like, well, uh, appreciate your input there. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, thanks yeah. a lot. And, you know, it's usually crotchety stuff where they're putting things down. I don't, that's the, the flip side. You know, you and I look at these things for the, the comedic value and the, and the brilliant statements that we, uh, we come across and, and a good, you know, always getting a good laugh out of it. And then you just see these things and it's like, well, everybody's an expert, aren't they? Good, yeah. you know, good for you. Well, comedic value, unless you're talking about an Avanti, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, uh, then we're just right in there with them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, speed well, that fire. Yeah. Stoke that, stoke that fire of, uh, strong dislike. Exactly. Well, I'll say this. If any of you out there are experts on Porsche pricing, we'd love to have you on, try to tell us why and where certain vehicles fall. That might be a seven hour podcast though. Might have to break it up. If you are expert on that and you also understand crypto, we could be at, <laughs> we could be at this several episodes cause that's, it's just it's just a lot, you know, a lot to unpack there. Just don't listen to it driving in a car. It's too dangerous. You'd fall asleep. <laughs> Are those things connected? You know, crypto and the value of Porsches somehow. God, everything's connected. Yeah. Got to be connected. Yeah. Grateful for you listening this week. We'll end on that note. Jimmy, his crypto anger, his Porsche pricing anger. Uh, good luck with the auctions this week. If you want to reach out to us, we're at uh, glwtapodcast at gmail.com. Any final thoughts, Jimmy? Yeah, I'm going to say good luck with the anger. <laughs> no, no, no. Good luck with the auctions, folks. Except for that of Aki. It's over. It's over. Uh, have a good week. Have a good week, folks. See you next week.